Hey, what's up? This is Darius Bell, and this is the first podcast of Brand's Bible in Better Ways, where we take a look at story, beliefs, and the intersection of truth in the ideas that we hold and um, move forward with as people. So first thing that I want to bring up today is this thought. And the word that it revolves around is the word experience. So I was talking to some friends today, and one of them was a is a commercial real estate expert. Expert, they work across the country in in the space and is well known. And we were talking about how just different trends and things we see in light of commercial real estate taking some hits over the last two years. And uh, my friend brought up a, a great point, and it's something that. Uh, myself and others in my circle have talked about over the years as we looked at how the customer shopping experience has completely changed the retail um, sector, the physical retail, the brick and mortar, as we've seen the emergence of, you know, titans like Amazon and different platforms, how the, the shopping experience has sort of dwindled, right, physically. Uh, everything's digital and online. And one of the things we've talked about over the years is how what's going to happen is that there's going to be a reset and people are going to want to come back into these places. And the best bet for companies new and um, old and, you know, those that are already rocking is to really think about customer experience, how customer experience, the very thing that has driven people away from the physical brick and mortar um, store set will be the same thing that creates an opportunity to get them back. And so my friend elaborated how she sees it specifically in the in the food space where uh, creating small, intimate things where you can really be close knit with the people making your food and having an experience. And it got me thinking, and here's the crux of today's uh, first release. So I love books. I love shopping. I love shopping for new books. I love reading. I love researching new books and different things. I love reading. And over the years, one of the things I've, I've looked at is how I love Barnes & Noble, but they just can't compete with Amazon in terms of, definitely in terms of shopping experience, you know, they can't compete on price. And so what is it that would give them a leg up? And the one thing I've seen that as it relates to shopping experience, Amazon has moved away from, you know, they were initially a bookseller, right? But then they've moved into everything and have taken over the world. And so, you know, what gets left behind is for companies like uh, Barnes & Noble, Borders. I don't even know if Borders still exist. But other bookstores, there's some local ones here in Colorado where you see like, you know, you're barely hanging on. And and I know it's got to be tough. But if you just thought about the customer experience and made this thing the place to want to be, you have a shot. And so I was thinking tonight in light of our conversation, I was talking to my wife and we we're just talking about different things. And I just said, you know what, you know, what would make something make for a really good move for Barnes and Noble, that would be to limit their inventory to the hundred best books in every category that they want to choose to hold 
books in, hold it to the 100 best books. Forget about 101 to 500 like they have across every category and, and, and range of thought. The auxiliary items, your planners, your notebooks, your glasses and um, decorative things, office accessories. There's so much there. And yet, you know, people aren't lining up to go to this these stores. And so I'm sitting here thinking, how can I simplify that? And I said, again, take the top 100 books across every category you want to sell and only sell those at Barnes and Noble. And every month you can rotate the top 100. And so if people know that these are the top 100 books across the marketplace, across peers, contemporaries, people who think like me, act like me, interested in the same things. These are the 100 best books. How many search queries do we see across the internet? Top 100 books, top 50 books to read on this subject or just this year, right? So you take that and you extrapolate it. And because it's a revolving door, you're not always going to have the same thing. One of the things it could do is it can create an element of of pride and prestige to be featured at Barnes and Noble. And it could potentially up the writing game of people, right? They know that they can be in, in Barnes and Nobles once again. And, and I'm sure there's other details you have to f- figure out. But the point is, start cutting things out to get back to a space where you can provide an experience, inject some real value into the consumer's life and be able to play ball again against Goliath, right? And so that's today's thought. Barnes & Noble should limit their selection to the 100 best books across all of their given categories that they want to provide for people. Nothing more, nothing less. Rotate it out every month and, and see what happens. It's worth a shot because right now they're losing.